Welcome to the Citizens Youth Sermon Podcast. We are a ministry of Northwest Gospel Church and a community of students who are learning to live for Jesus. We meet every Wednesday at 7 p.m. To find out more, visit nwgospel.com slash citizens. Stories is a long tradition here in our youth ministry and student ministry. Um, There's this verse in scripture that says, we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Um, It's this really cool verse. Of course, the sacrifice, the atoning sacrifice of Christ, the lamb, is what saves us. But we're actually able to endure difficult trials and difficult things in our life when we speak our testimony. We're able to share about what God's done in our lives, what he's um, actively doing in our lives. And when we share those things, it actually encourages the entire body of, uh, of Christ. It encourages uh, people in our church. And so tonight, the whole point of tonight is to just do that, to share our testimony, specifically um, about what Uh, God taught us at camp, what he did at camp. And one of the reasons I love this night so much is because there's so much that happens, right? There's so many, like there's 200 students, 200 of you guys at camp. And I can't sit down with all 200 of you and say, like, hear how every single one of you enjoyed camp. That would be really hard. I guess I could just take a while. Um, But on a night like this, there are things that I hear every single year where I'm like, wow, I didn't know that that happened, where that student felt encouraged, or I never thought that person would share. Um, so this is what we're going to do tonight. We've just got two people who are going to share at the very beginning. Um, and then we're going to open up the mic, which I know you're like, if, I, like, if you're trying to like, work on your stand-up routine here with the open mic, like, that's not what tonight's for. Um, but if you really feel like the Lord's put something on your heart and there's something that he's taught you, that's what this time is for. Um, we're going to start off with somebody who is among the winning team of camp 2023, which is the fiery Fruit Loops. Mr. Stefanski, where are you at, Mr. Stefanski? He's somewhere. Oh, yeah, give him up. He's a citizen's regular. He's been here for a long time. He's going to share what God taught him and uh, what God shared uh, to him. Are you ready, my friend? Here you go. Give it up one more time. Come on. Hi guys, I'm Joshua, as Noah said. Um, sorry if my voice sounds weird, but I've been screaming all camp. Um, but um, I didn't write it much. Um, um, starting from the beginning, I've pretty much known God my whole life. I've been raised in a Christian home, but I mean, I would say I, for the most part, I accepted him when I was probably in sixth grade. Um, but man, going to camp, camp was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> um, there's so much we got to do. I heard seniors, I mean, juniors or someone jumped in the lake at the end. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> man, um, but something I really took away from this camp that I regret not paying attention to and doing much of in the last ones was, um, uh, small groups. <laughs> Man, if there was anything that um, like stood out this year was definitely our small groups. I definitely am not someone who typically pays attention to small groups. They can um, 
tell you that. <laughs> but um, I was, I, I guess uh, senior year really made me think, well, might as well just pay attention this one time. It's, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> but um, man, was that a good choice because it was, it changed the whole camp. I just remember even during free time, I just, just wanting moments just talking to my cabin leaders and stuff just because I was like, man, this was something about the small groups we had, the fellowship we had with each other was just, it was so different from the rest of the camps and it was really impactful. I don't think that, um, it, I, as far as the rest of the camp, it, it, all of their camps in the past, I've loved them and stuff, but to be honest, uh, I was mostly going for the games and stuff and, and the praise music and all that. It was, it was all good. It was a full, amazing thing. But I I've, guess I was always a kid who just really, I mean, I just wanted to have fun, to be honest. And one of the biggest things I regret is not paying attention to cabin, just as small groups and stuff. There, here and there, I'll, I'd have a, a good, good small groups, but then the next one I'd fall asleep and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but... Um, if, if there's anything you can t I, I would want to mention, like you should take away from this camp, would definitely be um, um, stay in touch with your fellow um, people, peers in your cabin. It can be difficult at times. Like, I, I find myself with excuses. Like, you could, if people would plan an event, I'd be like, oh, I have a job. Oh, I'm in sports. I have school at home. I'm Batman. All these other excuses. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Um, just, <laughs> just try your best to make it to your, those, those, even the simple events. If there's, if your cabin's not planning events, plan an event for your cabin. Um, I've been really lucky with the cabin I have. They've been giving all these awesome opportunities to stay in touch with each other. And I would probably say it's safe to say that I've missed most of them just because, um, just random excuses that sometimes they just made up. I don't want to make the drive. It's, it can be difficult at times, but it's, it's something you should really, really take as much in as you can. Um, at, and when you're in your small groups, be honest with each other. Honestly, all of you have mistakes, and I just want to say, and I just, it was so beneficial. Just be honest with each other. I feel so much better just being honest with my whole small groups than holding it in. Like something about holding it in, I just remember coming back each, each summer camp and winter camp and not really sharing with my small groups. And I just, I felt guilt because of it. I was like, it, 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 something about it wasn't, wasn't fully there. Um, but just, you don't, you don't have small groups forever, okay? Just there's take it in and really pay attention. Don't don't be the only goofball in the, the whole small groups. And there there's times to crack jokes and not all the time. You, you should be paying attention and you should you should really help each other. You guys are there for for each other. Like there's so much I I have so many insecurities. It's just. Ask anyone in my cabin. I've been going here since sixth, seventh grade. Kind of forgot. Um, but all the way to senior year. We only won once. But 
<laughs> I have gone through so much with these, this cabin, and it's just insane. Like, they, I've had, I, I, I'm, all of us have changed so much. It's ridiculous looking back. Um, it's just amazing. Um, stay with each other and keep that fellowship. It's so, so important. Trust me. Thank you, guys. Nice. Thanks, man. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, one of the reasons we do camp is because of uh, your small groups and because of the cabins we put you in. Um, we believe that uh, the Christian life shouldn't be done alone. It can't be done alone. And so it's important to be honest and vulnerable. I like what, um, I like what he said when he said, um, I walked into so many cabin times feeling guilty because there was so much that I wasn't sharing. Um, there is something powerful when we confess our sins, of course, before the Lord, but also before one another. When we just express, um, Lord, I've done this wrong or this thing, I've, I've walked away from you in this way. And uh, the community of faith is there to remind you of the grace of Christ. The community of faith is there to remind you um, that there's no sin that is um, too dark that the Lord can't heal you from it and the Lord can't forgive you from it. And um, that's what this community is about. That's what we should be for. We should be honest, honest and vulnerable. We should be open because um, we have, like I like to say sometimes, the actual problem, which is sin, and the actual solution, which is Christ. So we should actually share what we're actually going through in real life. So thank you so much for sharing. All right, I realize this other person is also on the winning team. So that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Um, Brooklyn is going to come up. She's over there. She's way back there. I was like, she's somewhere over here. All right. Are you ready? Are you scared? Don't be scared. Don't be scared at all. Here's the microphone. Give it up one more time. Hello. My name is Brooklyn. I'm an incoming freshman, and I'm homeschooled. I go to a co-op in Battlegrounds called Classical Conversations. I love to draw. I have two axolotls, a dog, and on Friday, a kitten. Ever since I could remember, I've been a Christian. I invited Jesus into my life when I was around five, but that doesn't mean that I haven't had my fair share of struggles. I moved to September, I moved to the Netherlands in the September of 2018 when I was nine years old. My brother and I went to a language acquisition school to learn Dutch, and after a year, we were both fluent. Then we went to an international school named Rise, and that was where things got really bad. At that point, we were all getting homesick, and the pandemic hit. I was drifting away from the Lord, and I was hanging out with the wrong friends. Our family hardly ever went to church, and we had a hard time finding a real sense of community. I was struggling with severe mental health issues due to an abusive friend of me, and would often need to leave class early due to debilitating panic attacks. My relationship with my family was struggling, but most of all, my relationship with God was running thin. I'll be perfectly honest with you, I've always struggled to feel God's presence. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that a lot of us do. We might think that because we don't feel God, we must be bad Christians, or that God doesn't exist. But the matter of the fact is, whether or not we feel God shouldn't determine how good of a Christian we are. Our feelings are not a solid foundation of faith, and they come and go very quickly. If we put our faith in a spiritual high, where does that faith go when we reach a spiritual low? And that's exactly where I found myself in the Netherlands. 
far from my home, waiting in my spiritual low, wallowing in fear. And after those difficult three years, I returned to my home with serious emotional baggage. But this isn't the end of the story. A year or so later, I visited Northwest Gospel for the first time. Ironically, I visited the Wednesday right before everything youth gone. The service was pretty strange that day, and I didn't understand what was happening, so I stopped going. <laughs> Fortunately, some of my friends encouraged me to try again, so I did. I met all the wonderful young ladies and leaders in my small group, and immediately decided I wanted to visit more often. I began to visit citizens frequently, and with that, regained a sense of community. I actually went to summer camp last year, contemplated giving a speech, decided I wasn't quite ready, and promised myself to give one this year instead. Sunday was the first time I actually felt God's presence in a whole year. Three words went through my head during those precious minutes. He sees you. He sees me, the God of creation who sent his son to save our sins, who looks over billions of people daily, sees me. The answer to this question is yes. He sees all of you regardless if you feel it or not. There is a God who loves you and cares about you and desperately wants you to know him. For all the people in the room who didn't feel God's presence during camp, he loves you. For all the people who did feel God's presence during camp, he loves you too. Feeling God's presence isn't a reflection of how much he loves you because he loves us all. Feeling God's presence is a wonderful gift that should be cherished, but it shouldn't be the center of our faith. This year, I've struggled a lot with shame. I felt that my sin kept me away from God, that I wasn't worthy of being one of his children. But that's completely false. You don't have to be perfect when you come to God, and he doesn't expect you to be. Repent and give your sins to him, because we can't clean ourselves up on our own. We need God to cleanse us and reveal that we have been eating with the pigs. Sin is a one-way road to death, but through Jesus, we can be healed. You don't need to feel shame. Jesus took our sin and shame on the cross so we don't have to. Trust in him and know that he will heal you. I don't know what will happen in my future, but I know that God does. I can feel secure that he has a plan for me, and I don't have to know everything. He is the King of Kings, and he knows what is best for me, so I trust in him. Thank you for listening. Good job. Wow. If there's like a, like a hall of fame of like stories, night speeches, that's up there. That was a great one. Well done. Brooklyn. I mean, let's just pray and close out. Like, what else are we going to say? You know, like, come on. Oh, man. So many awesome things there. Our feelings are not a foundation of our faith. That is a really important thing uh, to remind ourselves of when we struggle with so many different emotions. And I've shared about that in my own life. Um, there is nothing that is going to lie to you more than your own head and your own, like, how do I feel about this? Or I, I think I heard this, or I don't know what this person thinks of me. Um, but the Lord is constant and the Lord's uh, favor and um, love for you remains constant, right? And another thing that we were reminded of when Jesus, oh man, this was a truth that Ben taught about that is just like crazy to think of. Um, when we believe in Christ, and we are ushered into the family of God and reunited with God, um, God looks at you the same way he looks at Jesus. We have his righteousness given to us. It's a theological term called imputed righteousness, right? Um, which is a nerd way of saying God loves you just as much as Jesus when you're found in him. And so I think you did a really good job, Brooklyn, of sharing that with us. Um, all right, the band's going to come up. And... As the band comes up, um, we're going to do this. I've, I've loved the last few years 
we've had the opportunity to kind of on and kind of like the spur of the moment um, have students come up and share and I always try and prompt it with this um, at summer camp God showed me blank and the reason why we want to say that is because um, it's not really about us I love the stories where we come up and say like my leader was awesome and they blobbed me like that's great that's super cool I love those stories um, but at camp God showed me blank um, what did he show you um, some great examples over the years that God uh, or students that have shared in the past have, have, have spoken about is uh, some students say um, God showed me community for the very first time Maybe God showed me that he loves me for the very first time, or God showed me uh, the reality of my sin and I repented. Um, so I'm gonna give a few minutes, right? We don't have a quote of the meet. We don't have like a time we have to rush out of here. Um, I'm gonna be up here with the microphone. And if you want to fill in that blank, if you wanna look in front of like your family, which by the way, we're family, we're community of students. So like, don't be super nervous. If you feel like your voice cracks a little bit, it's okay. No one's gonna make fun of you. Maybe a little bit, but not a lot of it, right? Okay. Um, I mean, come on, my voice is cracked a lot of times up here, but that's okay. Um, at summer camp, God showed me blank. So who wants to share first? What did God show you? What did he teach you? And I'm not gonna call anyone. You can just stand and come walk down to the front and the mic will be yours at camp. God showed me blank. I think I did see. Was there a hand back here somewhere? No? Did you have a hand? Are you? Just come on up. Come on up to the front. Yeah. Hi, my name is Peyton. And at summer camp, I think God showed me that, uh, that a lot of the things that you go through are not meant to be like taken alone and that you're not like weak or you're not like it's not bad to share about things that you go through and that you shouldn't be ashamed of anything you feel or like you shouldn't be ashamed of like issues that you're struggling with and that there's value and bringing it to others and um, especially with small groups like on the first day like there was like a little birdie tweeting around like everyone's like that group has like they're getting deep into our conversations than we were and it was really valuable to me because I was really like deep in some things that still not they're not solved but there's there was value in sharing about it and like talking about it and even now like there's like kind of just like a door opening of like I don't like and like totally other people in my group I was like oh they probably don't go through what I go through but oh man do they yes <laughs> like I'm like I'm not she dragged you through the mud too <laughs> yeah I'm like not alone in these things that I'm like feeling and like even if they're like even if it gets really really bad like like having people around you to tell you to put your faith in Jesus and have him as your foundation when you're going through really bad things it's really encouraging and especially like through the days like even now today was a rough day for me 
And I think just coming back to like the body of believers, it's really encouraging to know the people around you and to to live with each other and live in Christ with each other, and it's important. Thanks for sharing. Anyone else, feel free to come up. I'm not going to call on anyone. Just stand. Just stand. Just walk. This is your space. Daddy, Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, I need this. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so we were reading scripture over each other one night in small groups, and one of the things that was read was Romans 8.18, and it's, For I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. And I think that really hit hard for me because the past year of my life has been one, whew, it's, it's been rough. Um, so I feel like knowing that like God is above everything that I have been through and that he planned out everything that I've been through, it kind of just made me realize that no matter what happens in my life, no matter the friends I lose, no matter the things that happen to me, no matter the things I think about myself, which most of the time aren't great. Um, God's above all of it and that he knows all of it and that it's going to be okay because he planned it and the glory and the love that he has for me is above everything that I think about myself, everything that people say about me. So I don't know, it just kind of hit hard. And I want to thank my small group for that because hey y'all, you guys got me through that. So love y'all. All right, at camp, God showed me. Um, God showed me that um, we're all not alone as sinners. When we go through the route of going away from Jesus, we're not alone. Other people have done the same thing. Um, also, the, it also shows um, how the how the son runs away from his father, but then comes back is that the Lord will forgive us even if we go away from him and we'll still be called his son. Uh, for me, it was kind of the same. Just um, for me, I felt more comfortable talking about like those things because I didn't know people went through the same stuff that I did. And I just felt more like at home because I got to talk to them about that. So at camp, for me, I realized how deep the Father's love is for us. He was willing to suffer dishonor for us. He's will. He's willing to stop, send his son to the cross. He's willing to do, split the land in half, and then when he come back, give you the rest. That's, I just realized that for like, just like re-realizing it, just remembering how deep it is for us. I was at camp God just kind of showed me that people actually like do care about me and they like notice me because I've always struggled with like the th like the thought that people just don't notice I'm there or like they all hate me and I've had so many thoughts of just kind of like giving up but he just kind of like showed me that like he cares to me that there are people there for me uh, at camp God showed me that um, oftentimes we tend to know this as Christians that God is always waiting for us to come home um, but it's really hard to believe and I think I really believe that um, at camp and yeah 
So I gotta say, um, at camp, I learned the importance of community, like of how important it is to sing in community. Like the only time the entire camp that I cried was around the campfire. Also, yes, I have a mustache and I cried, but. Me too, sometimes. The amount of joy I had singing and praising Christ with everyone was an experience I would never forget. And that song, like, Christ and Christ Crucified, it's a song I'll never forget and I'll always cherish. That's my favorite point at the camp. <laughs> okay, so at camp, God showed me that it's okay to show your faith. It's okay to show that you love Jesus and everyone else at camp loves him too. And worship was just really impactful. I've been to so many different churches and worship at camp was nothing. Like, it, it was everything. Worship at my other youth groups, it, it doesn't compare. It, it hit so different that my relationship with God has come to a lifetime high right now. And I'm just so thankful for this weekend. I actually didn't go to this camp, which feels kind of ironic to be up here. But this NGC is still my family. And the whole time I was at that camp, I was thinking of my small group back home. And it really showed me that even though they're different people and this is still my home, we're all part of the big church and we're the family of Jesus and we're the closest some people are ever gonna get to see the light of God. And God really showed me that if we're all some people get, we might as well be the brightest lights we can and show Jesus in everything that we do and just like love him and show that we love him unashamed to the people who might not get to love him and to just be the lights. So that what I learned is that all that matters is what's in here, like inside of your heart, instead of like what matters outside of you. Like I, I will always try and change my perspective on how I talk and speak to other people so I can make myself feel better about myself. But what all that matters in the end is what actually you feel like right here and what you sp speak out of your heart. So like you can, yeah, that's all. Over the last two years, I've been going through a hard time. I was at a really far place from God where it seemed like I'd never come back. But this camp and this worship in my small group, it's helped me not only taught me, but it's helped me physically grow back to God. And I'm thankful for this camp, and it's definitely going to be a summer camp that I'll never forget. Uh, God showed me. I, oh wow! That's awesome. um, I, yeah, I camp. I feel like God showed me that people actually care. Like in small groups, when I shared things, people actually would like go with me through that. They'd understand it, and um, they cared more than I thought they did. Uh, at camp, God showed me the importance of like, younger uh, people, like the seniors that led devotions, and the importance of that. We had uh, Josh and Keegan were two of the kids that were in our small groups, and I think, I, I forgot your name, the guy saying. But you're important. Yeah, yeah. 
and they were uh, good. Yeah, Connor, and um, they inspired me. And, uh, and I think that more of us should teach younger kids and help with that. And I think that it was good to see the seniors help us out in devotions, and it was good to see them do that. At a camp, I believe, or God showed me that anyone can be saved. I, I brought my friend. I felt that he was kind of like distant from God, and I brought him. And then on the way here, he I was worried that he wouldn't enjoy camp because he was like, "Well, are there going to be sermons?" And I'm like, "Yeah, there's going to be a lot of sermons." And then, after, <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh no, there's going to be a lot of sermons." And after the first sermon in a first small group, he started getting really into it and asking a lot of questions and being very. Uh, involved in the small groups and he was very focused and I do believe he will he's searching for the truth and he will uh, be saved and That's have amazing. a good takeaway from that. Hi. <laughs> okay, so um, I feel like what God really showed me is that like when you go to camp, it's not just like camp where it's like all activities and like making friends and stuff because we do all that stuff to actually get close to God you know and um let me think what else um yeah and then when you go to camp you realize that most of the people are actually there for you and it's like family you know so yeah Uh, at camp, I learned that I can't hold all my burdens alone. Uh, I can't hold my friends' burdens. I don't have the strength to, and I have to give it to God. Yeah, um, also, like Addie, within the scripture that we were reading, we read Philippians 4. Um, in one of the verses, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situ situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I just thought that really spoke to me because it showed that you can just lay all of your anxiety on Jesus, and also that sometimes Jesus and God bring you people to lay your anxieties on. At camp, God showed me that um, I'm not alone in my struggles and that everybody has or is going through something. At camp, God showed me that no matter how many times you sin or mess up, that he still loves you. At, at camp, God showed me that um, you are not alone in your struggles, no matter how alone you feel, and that if you're honest about what you're really going through, no one will judge you. Thank you for sharing. That's really sweet. The Lord is always uh, revealing himself to us. When we're going to his word, when we're with his church, um, when His Spirit is speaking to us, God is always revealing these things to us. And I believe that for many of us, there was moments of salvation, there were moments of uh, points of no return where we're not going back into um, the things of the world or the pig pen. Um, but I believe that for a lot of us, this is just the beginning. 
that this is just the beginning of a bigger story that God is trying to write. But this is the beginning of a story and a lifelong journey with God through faith. And I believe that moments like this are a good reminder of why we do this, not just once a year, right? We don't just like pack it up and say, that was a lot of fun and uh, we'll do it again next year, right? We meet every single week uh, because you need the people around you. Uh, you need your leaders, right? Even though they tell you to go to bed at two in the morning and you're like, why are they being so lame, right? Why can't we stay up? Um, you need those people. You need them. We need each other. And the Lord's constantly revealing himself to us. When we open his word, when we pray, when we sing, um, I believe God's gonna guide us every single day um, from here on out. And I'm so glad that you're a part of this community. Thankful that you're here. Um, we should sing some more, right? Do you wanna do that? All right, let's do that. Stand your feet.